For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs six twenty three. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you one more time for another day of fellowship. Bless us as we come together at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. you may be seated. Yeah, you may be seated. Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? Our turn to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Our scripture for this morning. And verse 12. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Last week was fantastic. I hope this week will be the same. And it says... Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. I want to give you some clues how to break down this verse to make it very easy. Tell somebody, us. And they add, not us. Oh. Tell somebody, us. Not us. But now. Tell anybody, us. Not us. But now. This is very easy to remember. Us, not us, but now. So with this in mind, you can easily break down the scripture into three parts. Then you learn it. So it begins. Wherefore, my beloved as you have always obeyed, not as, then you see, as you have always obeyed is one part. Not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. It's very easy. Let's start it. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. As ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Amen. Try it, let me hear you. Wherefore, my beloved, as always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Try it again. Oh, I, I cannot hear you at all. Ready, go. My beloved brother, as you have always been, not as absence only, but now much more in my absence. It's very easy. The last part that you knew it already. Work out what? 
your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's very easy. So let's try it again. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always been, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. One more time. Beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own. Please take it off the screen. Today we have been fast track. Take it off the screen. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Um, excuse me. This time straight to the exam. No eliminations. So I'm watching you straight away. I'm watching your mouth straight away. So ready? Go. Philippians. No, but I'm watching you. Yes. Where? Hey, I hesitated already. Ready? Let's start. Go. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and it's too easy it's very easy so find somebody who is struggling so you can make the person feel bad find somebody who you suspect can't say it find somebody no but uh-huh, i found somebody find somebody maybe i saw you struggling small yes older i you're sitting by a sister so you cannot intimidate her ready Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, but not... Hey, not us. Wait, 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 wait. There was a confusion. There was a confusion. Wait, wait. Ready? Go. Ephesians 2 12. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, as not as my presence only, but now much more in my presence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians 2:12. Put your hands together. When you try to learn a scripture as one sentence, you will struggle. And you mix it in your head. But when you break it up like this, it becomes very easy. So for this scripture, always remember, as, not as, but now, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. Amen. Today is Galatians 6, 6 Sunday. Yeah. It's, um... Your clapping could have... Oh, what has, what, why has the sound changed? Where's Henry? Why has the sound changed? Why are you changing the sound? You are changing the sound. Oh, if you are changing, make it better, not worse. Today is Galatians 6, 6 Sunday, and we are here to celebrate our Father. Amen. Your clapping is not equal to... And we will see, we'll watch a short clip after 
the service, but this morning I want to share about the Father's heart. The Father's heart. Amen. The Father's heart. Let us pray. Father, this morning, thank you so very much for planting us in such a nice, warm family as this. There are few places that are nicer than this. There are few places that are safer or warmer than this. There are not many places where we are so welcome and loved as we are here. And this morning, I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you so very much for bringing us together. Um, Bless us. Bless us. This, this morning and let this day be significant in our walk with you in Jesus name Amen Amen Are you here this morning? I want to uh, as we talk about the Father's heart I want to give you this morning a very important principle that will help you in, in your Bible reading Amen are you listening? It will help you in your Bible reading. Amen. Matthew chapter 4. Have you found it? Verse 17. Verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishes and he said unto them follow me and I will make you fishers of men and they straight away left their nets and followed him and going on from hence he saw two other brethren James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left, their, left the ship and their father and followed him. Amen. How many know this story? You see, there are some things about the Bible that I want to explain a bit this morning. When you read this story, this account in in um. Matthew chapter 4 it tells us that Jesus was walking he was walking by the sea of of um, Galilee and he saw two brothers Simon Simon and Andrew and he called them come 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 and they just came and they followed him and he was walking and they were fishing then he saw two others Um, James and John with their father where is their father come father come and sit by them James and John with their father and he called them James and John come hey you got their father sit down James and John come and the Bible says and he saw two other brethren James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in a ship with Zebedee their father mending their nets and he called them and they what immediately left the ship and their father and followed him come and they and they followed him very very interesting amen 
very interesting. I mean, it's like you are just walking. Uh, wisdom, come. And then you leave your wife, you leave your, your children, you leave your job, and then you follow me. And then we are going. And then he's going somewhere. Then you see somebody. You, come. Leave your husband, leave your baby, leave your job at university, and follow me. And he's just walking. And he sees somebody by his wife. Get up, come, follow me. And, and he left his wife. And, and you see, yeah, are you looking back? <laughs> he was looking back at his wife. <laughs> and, and, he, and as he's walking by the sea, he's just calling people. And they get up and they follow him. And verse 22. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. Is it true? Is it true? Yes, it's true. It's true. It is true in, as it happened in the Bible. Thank you. Let me see it. But you see, what we see in Matthew is the shortened version of what happened. It is the shortened version of what happened. So turn to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. As we read, remember Mark chapter, Matthew chapter 4. It's the same story, but the, this is the longer version in Luke chapter 5. Verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. That's the Sea of Galilee. It's the same, it's the same sea. It has two names. In different languages but it's the same sea of galilee if you like check it in your bible dictionary it's the same place he saw two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets and he entered into one of the ships which was simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship now when he had left speaking he said unto Simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought and Simon answering said said unto him master we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing nevertheless at thy word I will let down the nets and when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their nets break, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled. Are you listening? Are you listening? Hey, are you listening? And they filled both ships, so that they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drought of fishes which they had taken. Look at verse 10. And so also was James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon 
and jesus said unto simon fear not from hence thou shalt catch men and when they had brought their ship to land they forsook all and followed him put your hands together this morning how many agree this makes more sense how many agree in the first one he was just walking then he called mr jb follow me leave your father your wife he just called and in the first one they just left all and followed him as if hypnotized but you see in the second one they explained a bit more what happened that peter was there and when he had seen the great miracle and he had received a conviction because peter then said i'm a sinner nobody accused him nobody said peter where were you last night he himself when he saw what jesus had done he felt a conviction in his own heart that this must be a special man and then he fell to his knees lord depart from me i am a sinner and jesus said no listen what you are seeing is 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 nothing you have been catching fish it's nothing follow me and now we'll catch men and then james and john who were with their father they had also been their witnesses and partakers to that miracle and when they saw that jesus had done this they could they were able to tell their father listen daddy this man i have to follow him they didn't just get up and walk away they had seen something amen they had seen something and then they rose up and left and followed jesus and, and so you, you see when you read this version in luke it makes much more sense hallelujah and now we can understand what happened and what's uh, and, and what was going on and why people would get up and leave uh, their life leave their families leave their what they have and for the lord jesus christ amen what i'm saying this morning is that a lot of stories and accounts that are in the bible sometimes they have been shortened they have been shortened look at john chapter 21 john chapter 21 and verse 24 This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that the world, even the world itself, could not contain the books which should be written. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear it with amen. amen. I, uh, what, what John is saying that, listen, what I am telling you is not all. That is what John is saying. That there is much more I am not saying. If I should say everything that Jesus did, we shall be here till next year. We shall talk. We, I mean, Jesus did so many things that what we see in the Bible is just a short summary of a few events 
in his life because you cannot put three years of, of, of writing into just a few chapters and sometimes whole years of his life are, are, are removed months and months of what Jesus was doing every day are not mentioned at all many times many towns he visited many families he affected there's no mention because if we are to mention everything that Jesus did hey we shall not finish amen oh I said amen Amen. we shall not finish so every time you read the Bible understand that there are what you have is enough because what we have from Matthew is enough that he met them he spoke to them and in the end they followed him is enough and that is why Jesus told John you follow me what you have is enough but understand that sometimes a few things are also hidden in the scriptures in the words and that is why there's a gift of revelation amen that is how Moses could write about things that happened before he was born that is how come Moses knew about the creation of the world and about um, Adam, Enoch uh, um, Noah they all happened before he was born but Moses knew about these things enough to write about them by revelation amen I didn't hear a good amen a better amen yes so Moses knew things that he wasn't told and they are correct and so we can know things we can have a feeling of things and they will not they will not replace Bible they don't contradict Bible but they they just help us to believe more and better hallelujah and they help us to understand what is actually happening and so we can apply it to ourselves amen amen today is Galatians 6 6 Sunday amen it is a day that we have chosen to honor our father a day we have set aside to honor the man who has please put up the scripture for us on the on the page the man who has taught us the word spiritual things and we in like manner are choosing to give him communicate is an old word to give to him also our good things amen ask him about what good thing do you have ask him about what good thing do you have your shoes are false your dress is old your watch is second hand your phone is swapped what ask him about what good thing do you have oh ask your neighbor what your tv is a big hatchback tv you don't have a car you have no land what good thing do you have and and so what we have that is good is what money amen oh i I didn't hear a good amen this morning amen and that is why this morning we want to give an offering hallelujah an offering to the man who has no go back go back go back go back yeah the man who has taught us in the word he has taught us things and want to also give to him our good things amen this morning i want you to watch something the father's hearts 
Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. It's a long passage of scripture. But I'll read it all. And you two read along on the screen. And, and we'll see and learn the Father's hearts. Amen. Luke chapter 15. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them, hey, Mr. Man, Mr. Operator, are you with us? You are lost. You can't find it. Yeah, thank you. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. You see, are you here? Are you here this morning? There is no there is no mention that the father said no. There is no it says the son asked and the father gave him. I I, I don't think it's as easy as that. I'm sure the father argued, he disagreed, he said no, it's a bad idea. My son, don't go. Where are you going? You see bad things. I I am certain that a father whose son is asking for money to go to uh, uh, America by himself you say, no, 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 it's not a good idea. And so there is no mention here of those things. But I, I believe that it is there too. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. As I read, begin to in your mind, filling the gaps. Amen. Amen. In your mind, begin to fill in the gaps. Don't write it in your Bible because you may be wrong. I don't know how spiritual you are, how much revelation you have, where you were last night, and what you have done this morning. Whether you did quiet time or no quiet time. Somewhere praying, somewhere sleeping, somewhere watching films, news, CNN, BBC this morning. So your imagination, I don't know where it is. So don't write in the Bible. Just try and imagine what happened. Verse 14. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. 
But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. The song Amazing Grace, it's from this story. Amen. It, it is partly based on this story. Now his elder son was in the field, and he came and drew nigh to the house, and he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked him what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come. And thy father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgress I at any time thy commandments and yet thou never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends but as soon as this thy son was come which has devoured thy living with harlots thou hast killed for him the fatted calf and he said unto him son thou art ever with me and all that I have is thine it was meet that we should make merry and be glad for this thy brother was dead and is alive again was lost and is found amen put your hands together oh your clapping is not hallelujah I, I am sure many of us have never read the whole thing like this or else it was a long time ago to read the whole story of the prodigal son the man who left his house went to town took his inheritance a young boy from a rich family took his inheritance went to town blew it spoiled it came back poor and destitute and was received again into his father's house hallelujah amen one of the lessons of this uh, passage is that how, how many are parents here your, your parents can i see your hand your, your parents here amen yeah parents are here good parents children are some way amen children are some way uh, Proverbs 22 Children are some way Verse uh, 15 I, I believe Proverbs 22 verse 15 Mr. Man I, I think I have to transfer you To come and join the choir instead uh, Foolishness is bound Where? In the hearts of a child Hallelujah I didn't hear a good amen. 
I didn't hear a good amen. amen. Tell somebody, children are foolish. Tap, tap your neighbor. Tap your neighbor. Tell them, children are foolish. When a child does a foolish thing, it's normal. Amen. It's normal. It is, it is in their hearts. That is a normal behavior of children. If your child breaks a glass and you take a cane and beat him, you are not correct. Amen. Tap somebody and say that you are not correct. If you beat a child for running in the house, what is wrong with you? You are not correct. Children behave in, I mean, foolishness is, is an integral part of children. And some grow and don't leave it behind fast enough. Hallelujah. Because there are children and they are growing and their mind or their behavior doesn't change fast. But it, you see, you must, we, we must understand those who are children, those who are working with children, those who are parents, that when a child behaves in a funny way, it is not a shock at all. I have stopped being surprised by kids' behavior. I have stopped being surprised because I know a child can do anything. I know. I know. When I hear some stories, people are shocked. I'm shocked they are shocked. I am shocked they are shocked. Hallelujah. When you see small children fornicating, are you shocked? See, see how quiet. <laughs> Tap him and ask him, when children are fornicating, are you shocked? Yes, I'm not. It is the, it, it is, it is, you see, children, they experiment with things. They experiment. So they have heard from their friends, they have watched in films, they have been told, and you as a parent have not told them anything about sexual education. See, are quiet. Many parents never discuss sex with their children. It's a taboo subject. So where will they learn about sex? Where? At the barracks. In the classroom. Among their friends. Who have learned it also from grown-ups who are equally bad. So they learn it as something bad to be. And they do it. Because parents never taught them about sex. You are quiet. How many of you today, your parents told you about sex? Raise your hand. If you are a child and your parents gave you sex education, raise your hand. Any child here, any youth here, your parents told you about sex, don't do it. Not, not, a, not, not a warning, but sex education. Can I see your hand? Small. They told you small. Small, pair. Your daddy told you small. Your mommy told you small. Clap for your mommy. Clap for her. That's why you're a good girl. Yeah. Because others don't. But you see, it is the nature of children to do these things. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. I didn't hear a good amen. And, and so we are exposed continually to bad behavior all as a parent. Bad behavior all around us. Hallelujah. And many of us grow with this behavior many grow and don't change very much now this morning I am preaching about the father's hearts the father's hearts the father the father 
in the story is the man who had this this boy was in his house this boy was one of his children and he had two children and one of them was the one who had the greater part of foolishness and nonsense and the father is the one who saw the son with his behavior amen oh i said amen he saw the son and the son had this behavior that was totally bad i mean it was very disgraceful embarrassing disturbing shameful uh, what again can i say appalling you are a teacher say something disgusting he said something that the, the father had a son who had this behavior and the son walked away from the father now listen listen the father's heart the father knew the things the son was doing amen sometimes you think your father doesn't know what you are doing sometimes you come home and you tell your father lies and you feel that he believes you and because he's quiet and he's just looking at you you think that you have gotten away with the things but he knows he, he reverend or it's not true we can see our children they are telling us lies but to avoid an argument you just say okay okay you you just let it go for now but i know you are lying the father can see all these things in the son he can see the behavior of the son he can see all the wrong things the son is doing he can see that the son who he has is bringing up is somehow becoming bad but the father stands patiently waiting for the day the son will turn amen he stands waiting patiently for the day that this son will turn and the father's intention for the boy from the beginning is that this my son will do well hallelujah that this my son will do well that is the father's heart for the boy how do we know look at the boy who remained the son who remained in the house he became a a worker responsible i'm sure he had a wife and children in those days they marry early i'm sure he had friends he could celebrate with i am i am sure that the boy was quite well i mean he was quite okay amen and and this is what he had become by staying in the house and the son who went out lost this thing but when the son came back the father quickly reinstated him reinstated him and set him up again he had no shoes he gave him shoes he had no rank he had no property he gave him property value he had no dressing no cleanliness he gave him a robe and he set him up nicely amen amen are you listening this morning i want to tell you something the heart of the father most fathers and especially our father is that his children will do well amen oh i didn't hear a good amen the heart you see you're not understanding what i'm saying the heart of the father is that you will do well 
Hallelujah. That you will do well. You will do well. You will do well. I said that you will do well in this life. That is why he has gone to great lengths to build churches, to build buildings, and we are still building buildings everywhere. The heart of the Father is that children, the children that he has, our children who are here, you will do well in life. Amen. Oh, I said, Amen. You will do well. Let me tell you something. Among men, two things jealousy and envy is common. Among men, jealousy and envy is common. Many people are, je- and are envied by other people, and they themselves are, are, are jealous of people. Or it's not true. Or it's not true. How many have been jealous before of somebody? Let me see your hand. Raise your hand well. This half hand. You have been jealous before of somebody who had something that you didn't have. And you are jealous. Is it the person's fault that he had that thing? Is it? It's not his fault. But he was blessed in some manner. Maybe the girl she found past you. Or it's not possible. Or the boy, he gets money past you. Or he gets car, you know, get car. He did many, many different things. But jealousy is something which is very common among men. And, and, and sometimes too, wickedness is also common among men. Amen. Amen. Wickedness is where you are just being wicked. For no reason at all. And you are just holding back goodness. When it is in your hand. And you have the power to do it. And these things. They can be found in families. Amen. They can be found in families. That is why this particular family. Is outstanding. This family where we find ourselves. Is fantastic. Because we have found a father. Who cares so much for us. He, you, many of us don't know him very well many of us have not seen him close up many have had little or almost no interaction with him directly but the man's heart is so good and so big towards us that he means you well hallelujah hallelujah and he has put in places measures to cause you to become successful in this life in the name of Jesus I didn't hear a good amen Three areas of life. No, today you don't, you don't have to write. Just listen to me. There is not notes. I'm not preaching today. I'm telling you about your father. Three areas of, 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 of life. Number one, the boy was giving shoes. The gospel, the shoes of what? The shoes of the gospel of peace. Are you listening? The shoes of the gospel of peace. Many of us would not be born again properly if not for this church. Amen. Number one, you may not be born again at all. Or number two, you will be a nominal Christian. You will be a Christian who is just, I know Jesus Christ, but it has no effect on my life. But here you you have become a chorister, you have become an usher, you are a cell leader, you are doing something in the church. Somehow, a person like you has become a worker for God. What a shock. 
I said, what a shock. A person like you, a person like you is, you can say that you're working for God. Hey, look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, you, where, where else can you work for God? I, I said, in what circle, in what environment would you be accepted as a worker for God? Nowhere. In some churches, they'll put you at the back. Bad girl. Go, go to the back and sit there. In some churches, when they see you coming, they lock the door. Amen. But he has given us a church where people like us have not only become born again, but we have become workers for the Lord. May you continue to be a worker for the Lord. Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. May you become somebody who is whose labors, whose works to follow him into eternity. Think about it. Doctor, you'll be only saving people who will die again in a few years' time. You will help babies to be born who will become armed robbers, criminals, drug dealers. You will born girls who become prostitutes and go and catch men's husbands and spoil families. That's what we're going to be doing. Winning, bringing people into the world. But suddenly, you have become a teacher and a preacher of righteousness. You are saving souls. I said, you are saving souls. Yeah. Eternally changing lives of young people. Some of them, if not for singing, they will not be staying in church. They will not be stable in church. They will come to church on Sunday. At five minutes past end of service, they are gone. Jack Toronto is waiting for them at the junction. Finish service and come. They are going to chill. You go and do your religious activity. Go and pray to your God. Do your religious things. When you finish, come. I'm in the car. It's waiting for you in a t-shirt and shorts. And when you come there, you change out of Sunday dress into appropriate attire. It's true. How many times having people picked up girls after churches? But here, you have been transformed to become a serious Christian girl. What a shock. I said, what a surprise. Put your hands together for yourself. He gave him shoes. Then he gave him a ring. A ring. A, a, a ring. A wedding band. One of the great things of this church is that we support marriage. We encourage anything now today. Look at the chair there. It's not for pastors. Or choristers. Or those who are tired. It's for a certain young man and a young girl who are going to marry today and enjoy life forever after. Amen. And they have our support. We, we support marriage. Ah, I, I don't know. If you are here and you don't marry, your head, tap anybody, say your head is not working well. Tap somebody's head. Say your, your head. I, I, I don't know who has come close to me and I've not asked you about marriage before. I don't know who. Who has come close to me and I've not asked you about boy and girl? Is there anybody like that? Anybody like that? Some cry are avoiding me now because of boy and girl. When they see me, then they just dodge because I will ask them, tell you what's happening. Or it's not true. How many are here? I have avoided you about boy and girl. Raise your hand, let me see. Hey, you raise your hand. You have some beloved somewhere that I'm questioning your beloved and you have put your hand down. Amen. 
but it is something that we believe in because marriage has the power to change your life it is the one decision you will take on this earth that can bring great good or great distress into your life that is why he wrote a book model marriage is a classic it is a classic it's a bestseller many churches christ embassy central other churches come and use that book as their marriage manual because he wants you to have a good marriage a father wants his son to marry and be happily married that is the house he belongs to that is the father god has given us that you marry ask somebody what are you doing towards my today just today ask somebody what steps are you taking towards marriage what steps are you taking what what your neighbor say nothing ask are you a proper child in the house are you a proper child in this house the father is giving ring where is your ring ask about where is your ring the father is giving ring he's sharing ring where is your ring ask him about where hey, ask him about where is your ring that sharing ring you haven't you haven't come home yet internet you don't have ring you are still out there somewhere but he wants to see his children married you see it is the one thing that bishop is very emphatic about the happily married children in his house and he is openly he talks openly about marriage yeah because many hide it in their lives the heart of the father that you marry and marry well i didn't hear a good amen the heart of the father is that you'll be you'll be you'll be what can i say you'll be satisfied you have a good marriage i I didn't hear i'm not hearing a good amen Amen. i said you will have a good marriage that is why when my son was getting married i was trying to plan the wedding i said okay this is nikki uh i I, I will see who will preach he said no he's coming himself to preach himself at at the wedding and i said a a, a founding bishop coming to the wedding of a child of a of a child i mean these are kids even me in my church i can't do all the weddings of all the children he said no he's coming to the wedding of this child that that tells you the heart of the father that the children will marry and marry properly may you be a child of this house that you marry and marry well amen and then finally he they gave him a robe covering covering the thing that makes you naked is poverty 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 is one of the greatest problems of human beings it makes you a thief it makes you accept a man with a big pot belly when a young boy with a six-pack is there it makes you oh it's not true why are you laughing yeah i'm done numbers answer the phone in your pocket after service but poverty makes you do things you will not do somebody you are planning to go to germany america uh, uh, nigeria nigeria not come to ghana but you are planning to travel because of poverty and and you are living in one room you your father your mother your big sister your small sister and your auntie and your uncle in one room it's poverty it's poverty and many are on a road to even more poverty and that is why bishop has taught us 
steps to, um, to, to prosperity. Amen. He's given three keys to prosperity. One, Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Number two is what? You don't know the keys to prosperity. Number two is don't borrow money. Tell somebody, don't borrow money. Say it well. Tap it. Don't, don't borrow money. The banks don't like us, but we don't care. We, we know the truth. Don't borrow money. And number three, build a house. Build. That, that is why last time I called people to come for it, and I had a seamstress, I had a nurse, I had a mobile phone seller. They were all building houses by just being around. And his, the heart of the father is, there is no need to preach prosperity. There is no need to tell them, look for money. God bless you. Bring your pocket. Bring your wallet. I will oil it. Bring your bank account. Bring your ATM card. I will pray over it. Bring your purse. We will, we will, we will what? lay it on the altar. It will increase by itself. It's, oh, no, no, no. There is no need. We are just preaching the gospel properly. And in that gospel is your prosperity. Amen. And in that gospel, you will prosper. I said you will prosper. Hallelujah. A, a lot of people can testify that Bishop has helped them to prosper. A lot of people, including myself. A lot of people can tell you he has changed their lives. A lot of people can tell you that being in Lighthouse has given them a wisdom how to conduct their affairs. People have told you, can tell you testimonies. You should go to the podcast. On the podcast, every Sunday morning before he preaches, testimonies. Testimonies. And these are of the young ones. How much more the grown-ups? One man gave a testimony a couple of weeks ago, detailed testimony, how he used to borrow money. And he be got into debt millions of dollars and bishop was speaking to him but he couldn't believe it then one day he believed and took the word and he said since then he's out of debt and he's a prosperous man that is the heart of the father you will have a rope to cover you you will not buy force again i said you will not buy force again don't say force is good force is poverty don't no, listen, we have come to hide our poverty with nice words and some kind of gymnastics. Oh, yeah, yeah, first selection, second selection. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. If you had money, you wouldn't go there. And as you're buying crown, you're a ship. <laughs> yeah. Check it to see who can see you, who is watching you. I just check it. And then you go at night to buy the things. Yeah. The Father will give you a rope to cover your nakedness. You will prosper. He has built and showed us how to prosper in church. You have come to church. You have come to church to learn about God and how to be a good Christian. But in that same house, you will prosper. I didn't hear an amen. He has, you see, one day I met some medical students and I was talking to them. And they were amazed at what I was sharing about life and things. And, and they were very surprised. They said, hey, you are wise, pa. I just, I just kept quiet. I, I just kept quiet. And, and they were amazed at my wisdom. It's not my wisdom. It's my father's wisdom. It is things he has told us over the years. Don't buy a big car. What do you want a big car for? Buy a small car. 
in the right season of your life, you buy a Mercedes Benz. At the right time, you buy a Range Rover. Right now, buy a Tico. It's okay. It will take you back and forth. It won't break down. If you break down, it's small. You can push it. <laughs> he has advised us how to conduct our affairs. He has spoken about humility. Don't appear too big. Don't, I mean, don't try to become what you are not. He has shown us about working hard. He has preached honesty. One day a certain man, I, I was buying instruments. And a certain man, the, the, the seller of the instruments, he said, Lighthouse dear. And I said, Lighthouse dear what? I was ready to charge. Hey, Lighthouse dear, I'm ready. Lighthouse dear. I said, what? He said, Lighthouse pa. I said, Lighthouse pa, what? He says, only you, when you come to my church, you are my, my, my shop, you are bargaining for reduction. I, I said, what do you mean? Others ask for inflation. Then they keep the rest. Only you, when you come, you are, you are always chasing me. Reduce the price, reduce the price, reduce the price. And I was very quiet. He says, really? Others come. Charlie, it's 20 a.m. Make it 25. And the other five, give it to me. Make it 30. And then 10, give it to me. Only you, when you come, you are fighting me for reduction. I said, give me more reduction for, for this thing. And he gave me a discount, 10%. We have been taught by a father that stealing 10 cities, 10 cities doesn't make you rich. But serving God, serving God. And that is the, 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 the heart of the man. That his children will do well. You can see it in the son who stayed home, that he became well. And the father, when he saw the son coming back, he was so happy. He was so happy. And the son said, I don't deserve to, to, to be accepted. I'm nobody. I've, I've come from somewhere. I am not a good person. I've been chasing boys. Boys are chasing me. I've been drinking. I, I don't deserve here. I mean, me, how can I work for God? And the father said, no, no, no. You, you fit. You have a place here. You, you are welcome into the house. That is how come me, a pharmacist, I can become a pastor, a reverend, and a bishop. I am welcome in this house. You too, you are welcome in this house. I said, you are welcome in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. That is why today we are celebrating and marking the, the, the honoring a great father in this house. Our father, Bishop Dyke Heward Mills. Put your hands together for him. And that is why today we are taking a special offering for him. Hallelujah. We have talked about it for weeks and weeks. I, 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 I don't know whether you are prepared or not prepared. I, I don't know, but you must be prepared. Amen. Amen. You must be prepared. And this morning, I want, please, I want us to watch a very short... Yeah. Before, today, before our first and best, you're going to honor our Father. Hallelujah. If you are here and you don't have any... And an envelope. Please lift your hand. We'll give you one right now. Maybe you didn't come early. You were not here last week, last two weeks. Don't have an envelope. But you want to honor the Father. A great man of God. Oh, put your hands together. Put your hands together for... Your clapping is not too good at all.
the father's heart shoes on your feet a ring on your finger a rope over you and a celebration over your life what a better way to what better family to belong to such a man who cares for you and that is the blessing that God has given us I want us to this morning wherever you are stand to your feet let us commit him into prayer let us pray just for one minute pray for the father pray that God will bless him that God will establish him God will honor him God will take him even further in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus just pray this morning that God will do something new and fantastic in his ministry take him further lift him up higher in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus wherever you are just say a prayer right now I cannot hear you pray I cannot hear you pray just lift up your voice and talk to him about the father about the father about the father in the name of Jesus about the father that God will support him God will supply his needs God will preserve him watch over him keep him keep him keep him keep him let his days be long increase the oil upon his life let everything unfold in the name of Jesus just pray for pray for him this morning Rabbi take it just pray I, I, I cannot hear this morning at all just pray lift up your voice this morning and pray for him in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you so very much thank you for all that you are, you are, you are doing and you have given us as a church as a family as a, as a, as a Christian home let us be moved forward even more in the name of Jesus let us be taken forward even more in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, are, are you praying this morning? Commit him to the hands of God. And let God do something new in his life. I have a father. He
this morning we celebrate our father the man who made all this possible the man who sacrificed his medical career sacrificed his family so many times his convenience his comfort to build a family a christian family a church home that we might belong and be blessed a man who has been so instrumental in in many of us the course of our lives and this morning we salute and celebrate him for what he has done but maybe you are here this morning and you don't have a father and you don't know the father like this maybe you are here this morning and you don't know the heavenly father as your father you are here and you are not born again you are not sure that if you die you'll go to heaven you are not sure where you where, where your eternal destiny is today is a good day to give your heart to Jesus today is a great day to commit yourself to God and to a church and if you are here like that wherever you are you are not sure you are born again do me a favor just give me a wave with the right hand you are here and you are not sure you are born again you are here and you are not sure where you go if you should die thank you I see your hand anybody else you are not sure what will happen to you if you depart the earth tonight just your hand please thank you your right hand God bless you God bless you listen do me a favor with your hand raised just come to me at the frontier just come to me right now just come to me today is a great day to give your heart to Jesus today is a good day to start a new life and join the family of God as a son in this house my brother God bless you God bless you God bless you you have taken a fantastic step I want us to pray and please follow me in my prayer pray this prayer God will hear and answer and all of us who are here pray alongside as we support my brother dear Jesus dear Jesus today, today I come to you I come to you just as I am just as I am Lord Jesus Lord Jesus thank you for your blood that was shed at Calvary for me to wash my sins away and because you died my life is preserved that I should not die but I should be with you in heaven when my life on earth ends Lord Jesus change my heart give me a new heart a soft heart an obedient heart and loving hearts that will love and serve you all the days of my life from today I will serve you I will follow you and, I, and, and you Lord are my master and my savior from today I am born again and Lord Jesus write my name in the book of life that I will forever be with you thank you for my salvation that I receive today in Jesus name Amen we believe the word of God has come through to you join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral located at Bantama behind the Confident Eating Place this and every Sunday at 9.30am and 5.30pm every Tuesday stay blessed